Hello, this is David Oram taking you around the world in two. South Africa won the first two 2020s versus India, JP Dumini top scoring in both for the visitors. The second game was marred by ugly scenes, with the home fans demonstrating their anger at India's poor performance of 92 all out by showering the outfield with plastic bottles, causing the match to be suspended. The third 2020 is Thursday, followed by five ODIs and four tests. Pakistan won the deciding ODI versus Zimbabwe to take the series 2-1, having already won both 2020s. Man of the match, Bilal Asif, with 5 for 25, spans Zimbabwe from 89 without loss to 161 all out, while man of the series, Shoaib Malik, led Pakistan home with 34 not out, to follow his previous 96 not out and 31. Zimbabwe now hosts Ireland in three ODIs beginning Friday, followed by five ODIs and two 2020s against Afghanistan, who've appointed former Pakistan captain Inzamam Haq their head coach. Pakistan now face England in three tests beginning next Tuesday. Meanwhile, Pakistan's women, who soon tore the Caribbean, beat Bangladesh in both ODIs and both 2020s. The ICC initiated rankings for the international women's teams, with Australia on top, West Indies 5th, Pakistan 7th and Bangladesh 9th. Staying in Bangladesh, pace bowler Shahadat Hussain was imprisoned for allegedly assaulting his 11-year-old housemaid. He'd been on the run for a month until he surrendered to police yesterday. Meanwhile, South Africa women's tour of Bangladesh has been called off only days after the cancellation of Australia's tour there, following security concerns. Australia's players are now featuring in their domestic 50-over tournament, the Matador Cup. So spare a thought for Cricket Australia's Academy eleven, who came up against a full-strength New South Wales, who made 338 for three, with Captain Steve Smith hammering 143 not out, and then Mitchell Stark took 6 for 25 as the students were bowled out for 59 and lost by 279 runs. Spare a thought also for Lindsay Klein, Australia's left-arm wrist spinner, who died on Friday, aged 81. He played in 13 tests between 1957 and 1961, his last two in the great 1960-61 series versus West Indies. He faced the final ball of the legendary tied test at Brisbane when the final pair needed one to win, but his partner, Ian Meckiff, was run out by Joe Solomon. And it was Klein, with Ken Mackay, who held out for the last wicket for 100 minutes to save the match and deny West Indies victory in the fourth test at Adelaide. A few birthdays and anniversaries. Australia's captain in 1960-61 was the incomparable Richie Benno, who died in April and would have been 85 today. The magnificent sportsmanship, spirit and friendship between him and Sir Frank Wall personified that series and helped make it, as Tony Cozier recently said, the greatest of them all. In remembrance of their contribution to the game, and in recognition of how they as a pair symbolised the strong cricketing bond between the two nations, I recently suggested to the WICB that they consider, with Cricket Australia, renaming the Sir Frank Worrell Trophy the Worrell Benno Trophy. Also born on this date, but also sadly no longer with us, is Benno's long-time colleague in the Channel 9 commentary box, Tony Gregg, who died in 2012. Current players with birthdays this week include Dwayne Bravo, who's 32 tomorrow, William Perkins, who's 29 on Thursday, and Omar Phillips, who's also 29 on Monday. Among former West Indies cricketers, Guyana's Rion King is 40 today. Teammate Mahendra Nagamutu celebrates his 40th on Friday, while for Trinidad and Tobago, Dave Mohammed is 36 on Thursday. Prince Bartholomew is 76 on Friday, and Saturday marks the 1919 birth of that key member of the victorious 1950 West Indies side, Jerry Gomez. 
Other anniversaries this week are the 1893 birth, on Monday, of Jamaica's Freddie Martin, who opened the batting in West Indies' first ever test in 1928, and top scored in the first innings. Teammate in that game, all-rounder Snuffy Brown, whose 1890 birth is marked on Thursday, and fellow Barbadian Clement de Pisa, whose 1928 birth we remember on Saturday. But did you know that in his five tests, at different times, he batted at number three, opened the bowling, and kept wicket? And two of West Indies' Bayesian 1975 World Cup winners also have anniversaries this week. Keith Boyce, who spanked a brisk 34 and then took four for 50 in that match, was born in 1943 on Sunday, and tragically died on the same date in 1996 on his 53rd birthday. While fellow seamer Van Boneholder will be 70 on Saturday. He took three for 30 in the 1975 semi-final versus New Zealand, went wicketless in the final but chipped in with six not out and ran out Max Walker with a direct hit. Van took 109 wickets in 40 tests in 10 years between 1969 and 1979 and then spent over 20 years as a first-class umpire in England from 1988 to 2010. And finally, let's remember Steve Camacho, the former test batsman and later secretary and CEO of the WICB who lost his battle with cancer in the early hours of Saturday. I'll have more to say about his singular achievements to acknowledge what would have been his 70th birthday on October the 15th next time. Until then, this has been Around the World in Two with David Oram.